Welcome to the Friendly Geordies podcast. Hello. I hope hey, you all everyone. had a great week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gold always. and Matildas. Mm-hmm. They've won. Uh, hopefully, we get a public holiday. We're going to get back to that soon. But let's start with uh, Ollie's African Heartland. Sick. All right. Why this, not? This, this week, uh, we're, I did some research on a country called Niger or Niger, depending on how you pronounce it. Mm, yeah. N-I-G-E-R. It's not pronounced the way you think it's pronounced. It's mm-hmm. pronounced Niger mm-hmm. or Niger. All right. This is... But <laughs> I think you should... concludes Ali's Africa. No, 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 no. That's <laughs> not part of it. But like, uh, look, wait, addendum. I assume they eat African food there. The end. Yeah, they do. They eat, <laughs> Some Arabic food too. Anyway. Yeah, a bit of Frenchy though. But okay, so I, leaks. I, yeah. I read about them recently because there was a, a coup d'etat. And there was a, a revolution where, like, a, a military government has taken over. And I would always read through those, like, headlines. And I was like, God, there's one of those black spots for me where I don't know what's happening in that country, what that whole situation is about. And I just assume, oh, it's just a bunch of poor countries acting poor. And let's be honest, has that opinion changed? At it all? has changed. It has changed partly. So, okay. I'm going to... I'm gonna, It's so, not poor. I'm going to like go, so this part, so first of all, where is Niger? <coughs> Niger is a West African country. It's it's it, on the border of West Africa and Central Africa. So it's, it's one of those. Landlocked. Where, yeah, it's landlocked. It's the, probably the biggest landlocked country in the world. It's one of those like countries that come into the Sahel region. The Sahel region is basically where you're at the, you're at the cusp of the Sahara desert. So mm. it's an extremely hot climate mm. but just the base of these countries have some agricultural land is this that place that you know how they always have those pictures of the richest man that ever lived and it's some african dude sitting on a mound of coins from the middle ages well <laughs> interestingly that's where i was going to start so just going back to niger's history in <clears throat> back in the day this is before the colonization and exploration of the americas and everything this part of the country so it's next to mali um they used to have these empires and there's a really famous story of this one emperor whose name was uh masa muisi masa musa masa musi something like that and he is considered to be the jeff bezos of his times because he was so rich this is a true story he he became muslim or he was muslim and he wanted to do a a pilgrimage to mecca this is around 1300s 13 1400s in between he wants to do a pilgrimage to mecca he takes Tens of thousands of people with him, tens of thousands of slaves with him, each carrying uh, kilos of gold on their back. And while he's going for his pilgrimage, he decides to stop in Egypt and starts to, like, you know, pay for shit in gold to the point where the, the, as soon as he leaves Egypt, the, uh, the price of gold goes down and Egypt goes through a recession because this guy just passed through them. Spent so much money, Are you and serious? that's when like the world <clears throat> sort of found out that there's this extremely rich kingdom in West Africa. Shit, and uh, and then the tales of like their riches sort of became global. But anyways, these and if, so this used to be a pretty rich part of the world because. Uh, I mean, considerably for the time, uh, and because what do you mean considerably for the time? Surely, like I mean, relatively because when you now. say rich, the emperor was rich. People were still fucking dying. Like it's not like everyone. Mm. It wasn't. I'm not trying wait, wait, to. Was it, hang on. Was there flow-on effects to it? Uh, yeah, some, some. It was a, it was a big empire. But like, but, but what I'm trying to on, say, but, but like the, within that empire, was it relatively rich to say a European nation? 
Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't necessarily say so. I would say that the emperors were probably richer than European nation emperors to some extent, because I guess European nations had some level of uh, income distribution that was better than them. Not that in European nations there was massive inequality, but these areas were slightly more unequal even at the time. Okay, so it was just him that was rich, no one else. There were other people that were rich too. But, but like, like, you know, really just, small just circle. A, yeah, There's a, no... And so, and, and yeah. there were other people that were rich, but the thing was, so... Um, and most of their riches came through uh, slave trade, gold trade, ivory trade, because uh, anything that needed to go to Europe had to pass through the Sahara. And these guys were basically the arbiters of that entire transaction. And this all came to a crushing halt when the Portuguese first decided to use the maritime route to come to Africa. And so all of a sudden, um, all of this trade route that was going well, like through... like through Morocco or some shit? Uh, the trade? Yeah. The tr Morocco was... No, sometimes through Morocco, depending if you were going to Spain, if you're going to Central Europe, then it might be through Algeria, mm. through the Mediterranean Sea and shit. Isn't it weird that all throughout history, there's always one desert king? Mm, there's one June. guy that's really rich in a desert. Yeah, what's that about? I don't know. It's really strange. Mm. But it's the same as like with Saudi Arabia. It's extremely wealthy. And you can imagine that the same thing will happen eventually when everyone goes to green tech. Oh, it's shit. Not, I mean, well, sure dude, green tech has, has a big part to play with Niger's... Uh, uh, really? Dude, this was like this was interesting. I what? got into it and I got deep into this rabbit hole. Niger invented the windmill. <laughs> okay, so what you need to know is Niger is like part of that Sahel region which is mostly desert with very little part of the country that you can grow agriculture on. Little oasis right? or some riverbed. No, it's the Niger River. So the Niger oh, yes, River yes, yes. passes through Niger in just the southernmost tip. Yes. And that's all the water they have. And the rest of it's sand. And the rest of it is just sand. Right, so wow, what a great country! <laughs> well, it's not geographically; it's screwed <laughs> because and so the the entire power struggle for them. Uh, particularly post-colonization period has been between the farmers that are slightly more well-off in the southernmost part near the Niger River and the pastoralists, which are in uh, a little bit above those agricultural lands and beyond into the desert. Is, right? Does anyone live in the desert? A few people still Just live in the desert. Just a few nomads. A few people, yeah, nomads. Uh, there's lots of tribes in Niger. Some of the tribes live closer to the desert some some don't live as close to the desert but also live that nomadic lifestyle anyway so niger is as a consequence it is not a resource rich country in the sense that you might think there's some resources which we'll get to later on but as a typical thing of like if you can just grow food grow uh, create capital create a governance not the best place which is why it's extremely unstable not just them their neighboring countries that fall into that sahara belt they're all unstable which is why it's a hotbed for uh al-qaeda uh, isis Boko <clears throat> to this day and, yeah to those days i mean these are new phenomena dude anyways. i think it's safe to say we don't love not a great place to holiday for sure <laughs> yeah Jordan's no, like, Jordan's, yeah, Jordan's booking a ticket as soon as you say it. You do, don't you? Every time he's just like, it's the worst place imaginable. You want to go. Absolute hell. Yeah. He's like, mm, tell me more about the insane dude. If you go, it'll be like when Bart goes to Camp Krusty. You'll disappear and then they'll come back. Like, they have a new leader of Boko Haram. It must be you. <laughs> <laughs> so it, uh, uh, in around uh, 1822, I think, there was a Berlin conference where European uh, countries essentially divided up Africa amongst themselves. And the French got this part. 
And as soon as the French got... How, how did that work, sorry? Like the conference? So they kept fighting over like who gets to colonize what and then they just created their spheres of influence. It was a consensus amongst the Europeans. It's yeah, we've ridiculous. got a town here, so... Yeah, we've yeah, got a yeah, town so here, okay, so all right. this area is yeah, ours exactly. and then they eventually came to a conclusion, which is pretty fucked if you think about it because like it was just a bunch of Europeans deciding who gets what part and this country that was the style had like no say in it. It was the style of the time. And so the <laughs> French got this part, right? And... There was like this constant struggle. The French sort of kept this uh, facade of government. Uh, and then eventually in 1960, they got decolonized. Hang on, is this, is this where Timbuktu is? Timbuktu is close to it. So Timbuktu is next, oh, uh, next in a next door country in Mali. Okay. Now, funnily enough, the reason why you know Timbuktu as a country is because Timbuktu is part of that empire that I'm talking about where that created that gold yes, recession yes, yes, in yes, Egypt. Yes, yes. So it used to be a center of trade Back in the day, so his history books have mentions uh, mentions of it. Marco, like all of these like travelers, they would go to Timbuktu as like this central business hub. But but the reason why now we look at Timbuktu as like where the fuck is Timbuktu is because of the the trade routes collapsing and the maritime use of uh, taking. So Timbuktu just became irrelevant. So it's one of those places that used to be big and isn't big anymore. It's literally next door, and they play a huge part in uh, Niger's politics as well. Anyway, so in 1960, they get decolonized, but it's a it's not really decolonization. So British decolonization was definitely better than French decolonization because uh, the British always believed that, yeah, we're colonizers and we're like taking over this country by force. And eventually when we run out of the power, we run out of power in these places, then we have to back away. We'll try to keep some foreign policy considerations. We'll force them. But they accept the fact that, like, you know, they're not in control anymore, really. French have this weird arrogance where they felt that, no, no, no. They are French 2.0. They don't have necessarily the same rights as French citizens, but they're an integral part of our empire. So they just kept carried on. So that's why they fought that massive battle in Algiers, in Algeria as well. Oh, shit. Anyway, so the thing is, now, because it's a very resource-starved country in that sense, there's always instability. Because let's think about it, like there's 10 mouths, there's one pizza, right? Everyone's trying to get pizza. I'm and, following. And the main, the main sort of subgroups are the farmers and the pastoralists. They keep fighting amongst each other. The French... Is that all they have? Well, here's the thing. This is, this is where it comes in. So the Niger has become really important in post-decarbonization world for France because they have nothing except for one resource that the french really want can you guess what it is jordan lithium nope it uh, is something that you hate <laughs> they have uranium Sand? they have five percent of the global reserves for uranium Shh. and according to some measures take this okay you do know which country uses most nuclear uh power for its uh it is exactly according oh, to some shit. measures two out of three homes in France are being powered by Niger's uranium reserves. I don't like Yeah, but that. I'd like to add this point where people always say they've got 70% of it. Yeah, a few years ago it was 80% and they are going down drastically. But here's the thing. Not, but anyway. Okay, so, so uh, anyway, so Niger, 1960s, there's been constant instability. There's uh, coups all the time because it's an extremely poor country. It has a fertility rate of almost f between five to seven kids per woman. Well, uh, they're keeping the, uh, you know, like... But most of them die. That's <laughs> how life. bad it is over there. Like, 
infant mortality rate is again one of the highest yeah. in the world. Shit. Of Everybody, that's the, exactly. So the French have essentially. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Do, do they have any other uh, natural resources? No. Uranium Love. and goats. They have one more. They have one more thing that, which is why the French really need them, which I'll get to in a second. But just, just know for now, what well, the only resource that they really have that the world really cares about is uranium. Uh huh. So the French have essentially kept control in this neo-colonial fashion over Niger throughout history. And all they cared about was the uranium reserve. So any power that is able to allow them to access those uranium reserves, they're cool with. No matter how brutal that regime is, no matter how bad they are to their people, which in a sense has brought this... The French are hated in Niger now. Like even this recent coup, the first thing that you see in capitals was people burning the French flag. Dang. They believe that this colonized this colon colonizer never really left us they've even like their currency is issued by france till today mm. uh and not just them a lot of african countries they all speak french yeah yeah they all speak french or uh arabic like french is the lingua franca of the intellectual class in niger and the entire area uh but they speak arabic and different versions of african dialects um either way so the french have essentially held a control over this which is why they're able to power two out of three of their homes through niger's uranium mines and so no matter what happens in the country they don't care as long as those resources are secure now what's happened is there's a few things that have happened one thing that happened was that the biggest thing was the ukraine war so as soon as the ukraine war happens gas the Nord stream pipeline gets canned like these Nord stream 2 pipeline gets canned and Nord stream 1 has this intense pressure the world is trying to move away from Russian gas. And what's and then you also have the 2050 goals of decarbonization. So what's the next what's what French look at uranium and nuclear energy as one of their way, one of the ways to get to uh, net neutrality or whatever. Yes. So then Niger becomes really important then. Yep. But there's this intense view in Niger against the French government. So Russia steps in. Shit. And so as soon as this coup d'etat happens in Niger, Prigozhin, who you might remember from the Wagner mutiny, says... Of course. Implies that we had something to do with this coup. And even if it isn't, they said it, he said it was a great idea. This is the best thing that's ever happened. And the French are really pissed off <laughs> with this. So now here's the other thing. So there's a uranium mine. There's another grand plan... What they want to do is the French and all of the Europeans, which is why this has become a big issue for the Europeans and Americans as well. There's a uh, there's a plan to uh, get a gas pipeline from Nigeria, which is uh, oil rich, through Niger all the way to Algeria, and then eventually to the European continent. Right. Mm. So it that's needs, been a plan for ages, right? That's been a plan for ages, but after the... It didn't really come into effect because it was a stupid plan because you had Russia right next to you, which already has all the infrastructure that has so much gas. Why would you want to do it? But all of a sudden... There's that, but there's also just the thing of like maintaining that gas pipeline along, uh, you know, that amount of desert mm. in such an unstable region. And it's vulnerable. Yeah. It's vulnerable. <clears throat> yeah. But well, it's vulnerable not just environmentally, but also because of terrorism. There's yeah. that too, right? So, so it's it's so you need to have a string of countries in your. So let's say if you're France and you want to do this, what you want is not just Nigeria on your side, but you want every country that that pipeline goes yes, through yes, yes. on your side. Yep. Otherwise, the thing gets canned because if anyone blows it up, the pipeline goes through. And if you're depending, 
so basically Europe is is hungry for energy and they're they're having a lot of problems after this Russian fiasco uh anyway so so Niger holds this extreme importance for them in that regard and as soon as this coup d'etat happens the this is an anti-french movement the leaders say that we're trying to kick the french out and Prigozhin says great news we're gonna help you Prigozhin is not only is he doing this to him the country right next to niger uh mali and uh and uh uh ivory i think i want to say the country that's below uh mali they're both recently had their own coups and they've now fallen into the Russian camp. So now the French Shit. are screwed and they're pissed off. Mm. They're like, this is a domino effect. Mm. They want this country back. Yes. But Fuck. the thing is, so th it's a matter of time before they invade. invade what? Yeah, Niger, 100%. Oh my but God. But the problem is, and, and like no one would care about this. Apparently when it happens in Ukraine, everyone cares about it. No, trust me, no one, it's not even going to be on the news that much you reckon yeah 100 percent. but here's the thing because of the ukraine crisis they don't want to do it directly they eventually will if they have to but right now they're convincing uh countries around niger to invade them so the u.s germany and france are convincing nigeria and this alliance of other african countries that are still under the western influence to invade niger uh install a pro-west uh government and come back and these countries are like, oh, I don't want to do that. I don't want that kind of war over here. And they're like, well, bitch, you have to. Because if you don't do this, then we're going to put <laughs> sanctions on your ass too. Because if you're not with us, you're against it. What I'm saying is Africa has become this new Cold War zone. Shit. After, like, and the problem this is- This is what they said was going to happen, by the way. The problem is it's not just Niger. It's Niger is just one piece in this. Africa is extremely resource rich in terms of minerals. And the whole process of decarbonization cannot happen without Africa being on your side. And if the Russians start chipping away the Western influence in Africa, then they are screwed. And this is a matter of life and death for both sides. So France is, on, is, is in the worst situation over here. They're being backed by Europe and the U.S., and Russia on the other hand. And Russia, also, doesn't China have a lot of interest in Africa? So China, funnily enough, not funny enough. So China, people think that China has like this massive influence. They don't really. They have economic influence. But for example, a US has like, I don't know how many bases. The French have like about 10,000 military personnel placed in sure. Niger. Do you know how many bases China has in all of Africa? 75. One. In Djibouti. Yeah, and people always Which is in out. extreme east of Africa, which is only to contain India. It's not even a thing of... It has no effect on what's happening right, in Niger. okay. So they do have some... Af so, and, and they're there for mineral reasons as well, but they're not using hard power to achieve those goals, at least up until now. Whereas the Western powers have always used hard power to control those regions. Which is why there's just military bases everywhere. Mm. And um, anyway, so now the, the problem is that Okay, even if you forget about uranium, most of the uranium deposits in the world are actually in Australia. So it's, uh, that's not the biggest issue. The biggest issue is that if these countries start falling, like Mali has, like Niger has, then you start losing control of the African continent, and that is game over. Because if you lose control of the African continent, then you lose control of most of the world's mineral resources yes. straight up. Yes, yes, yes. And so now Niger is like going through, basically again, it's like no one cares what those people want. 
Like, we always hear about, like, the will of the people. For some reason, when it comes to, like, these African countries, no one really cares what the will of the people is. Well, As, not nowhere, right? What do you mean? It's always just about resources. No one really cares about the... I mean, that's what I would say, but at least when it comes to, like, certain uh, invasions or certain political uh, struggles that are going in Europe right now, at least that point of view comes up. Whereas in Africa, that point of view just doesn't... Like, no one cares about it. No one talks about it. Yeah. They just assume there's some savages that don't know what they want. Um, anyway, so, like, according to most estimates, an invasion of Niger is imminent. Uh, right now, French want other countries that are on their payroll to do the dirty work for them. If that fails, then there's going to be a coalition, kind of like Libya. Remember when Libya happened? Libya had a similar situation going where this coalition of European and uh, Western powers just went in there, toppled this functioning state, and made it into an absolute basket case. This hotbed Still for, today? Dude, there's open-air slave trade. And I'm going to be honest here. I'm not taking this lightly. Hillary Clinton is to blame for that. Yeah, yeah. Straight up. Yeah. Finally there was truth. no reason for you to launch that war in Libya to topple Gaddafi, except for your selfish reason of wanting to take control of the Libyan oil mines. And that has led to this basket case of a country where there's literally slave markets Jesus. there now. But isn't there slave markets all across Africa? No, there's not. Really? The, this It used to be a thing of the past. We thought we had come over it. By the past, you mean the 2000s? No, no, no. By the past, I mean a fair bit in the past. Um, the 90s. <laughs> uh, it's, uh, but here's the thing. Here's, here's the other elephant in the room. The part of the, another reason why Niger is, is just is like going through this extreme instability is because of climate change. These guys live on the cusp of the Sahara Desert. The average temperature, all-year temperature of Niger is 45 degrees. That's what? the average. Hell Their yeah. coldest month June. is June. January. Their coldest month is January, and that's 39 <laughs> Dude, it's a, ra it's a racket. So their summer months are 50. And these people, these, uh, okay, so now here's why this, this, uh, uh, this coup d'etat is also happening. Because the pastoralists, people that raise sheep and cattle, mm. they mostly depend on rainfall to feed those animals. And rainfall patterns have been really sporadic. And so all of these people are trying to move towards the southern end of the country, which, by the way, is also stressed so it's not like there's some like yeah, rivers yeah, of yeah. honey flowing in that area so it's just like the the pie gets smaller and smaller while the population gets bigger and bigger yeah yeah, so yeah. just to talk about like the capital of um niger uh 30 years ago its population was uh i think a hundred thousand 20 years ago it became four hundred thousand today it's a one million whoa it's just a matter of decades where whoa. the population how many people live there one million people. No, no, no. Oh, all, of all of Niger about the population of Australia. Okay, but so mostly a rural population. Mostly a rural population. Yeah, and uh, uh, what's everyone and doing in the cities, just sitting around? Well, they have no other option because all the rural areas are becoming inhabitable. Yes, Fuck. yes, but then they're, they're not like taking up the slack and coming up with some other industry or anything like no, that. No, there's no, no, no investment for there's it. There's one so. industry over there at the moment. So there's a subsistence agriculture and herder uh, economy, which is. It's not a big economy. It's just literally, if you're lucky, if you can yeah, feed yourself mouth, with yeah. it. The only economy over here that is of some importance is the uranium. Mm -hmm. And that's what the whole battle is about. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so now you've got Russia on one hand, 
Russia has this incredible advantage in all of this area because they're seen as they don't have the colonial baggage that uh, Western Europe has and particularly France has. So people in Niger don't look at it. It's weird to think about, but people in Niger look at Russia as this benign power and liberators and French as like these evil aggressors that have Mm. taken control over them for so long. This might sound weird to you guys, but like if you were in their position, you'd understand why that is. So they get a lot of, they they get a lot of support (laughs) based on that. So it's easier to get popular support. Uh, for Russia than it is for Shit. the US or France. But they are kind of resigned to the thought that, yeah, we're a basket case country and we need foreign influence and hopefully the foreign influence benefits our favour. There's no real push there for independence because it's just, what's the yeah, point? So now, okay, so now if you are, imagine, so you're uh, one of the farmer communities that takes control of Niger, have a very close relationship, close relationship with France, and you maintain this like iron grip of the country through extreme violence. If you are from the opposing political faction, what are you going to do? You're going to have to look for some other sugar daddy country, and that's Russia. So they want to get rid of the current government just because they want to take control of the resources of the country and start enriching themselves and their uh, supporters as opposed to ones that already had it. And you need to do that with some big sugar daddy, like you said, some big country. And they're saying Russia might be able to do that for us. So Russia is claiming that they would love to do it. So is the president there just a puppet president? Well, the current one? The The one before? Yeah, he was straight up a French puppet president. French puppet president. Mm. And so this one now is a Russian puppet president. Well, he's, yes, he's going to be. There's no other option there. Yes, okay. That's crazy. Right. And And so what's the actual Niger military then? What do you mean? Do they have one or is it just France? Uh no they've got they've got a military but dude it's not it, it's it needs constant support from western militaries yes uh there's there's legitimate active bases in Niger and all of that region mm. that is housed by thousands of U.S. Marines thousands of French ones even Germans have military bases in Niger so really there's no native bureaucracy there it's kind of all just propped up by there France. is but it is heavily controlled by the colonial powers particularly france of yeah but it's kind of like one and of those i don't know i guess like afghanistan when the americans were in yeah, but like, like, it's, is it that kind of government more so because afghanistan was like it like afghanistan doesn't use a currency issued by the french you know yeah like it, there's way more of control because of the colonial history of it afghanistan was never really colonized by the british as such yeah 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 yeah. um so they're more of in a in a in a shit position but either way dude it's just one of those like they're screwed they're screwed but i'm, I'm saying there's no there's nothing <laughs> shit, there's, there's no infrastructure there really for there to be any alternative right it just kind of seems like it's and it is okay so after like i've watched a few documentaries i read a few papers this is one of those countries that just particularly in post-climate change world dude no one should be Screwed. living there anymore. Shit. You should be wearing like these heavy astronaut like gears to extract minerals that are over there. <laughs> do they do that? God. I mean, yes. That's so intense. But uh so but, but there's it's it's too fucking hot, dude. And I saw like while I was watching documentaries, you see these like caves which are straight up in the Sahara Desert, which is just fifty five degrees. Oh. And you go there and there's like paintings of people in there which are like from 40,000 years ago, 30,000 years ago. This was when Sahara was a savanna. And then all those people left. That shit needs to happen again. Right. Wow. It's too, it's too, it's, 
those are conditions that humans cannot live in anymore. No. And where do they go? They're going towards the south of their own country right now. Is the river drying up? The river is not drying up, but the rain is sporadic where sometimes the river is dry and sometimes the river is flooding. Yes, okay. And you don't have the money to create the, the water infrastructure to store the rainy... Uh, no, no, we, we barely have that fucking money. <laughs> and it takes a lot of money. Like, even second world countries have issues making that, let alone, like, the one of the poorest countries in the world. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what what's I don't know what to do, man. Like straight up, like that country in maybe thirty years, even the s- southern parts are going to be inhabitable, which means that there's going to be massive inflows into other African countries like Nigeria, where they'll go. So Nigeria is still cool, right? Well, Nigeria is like you know, Africa is like not all of Africa is dry. It's it's a huge fucking place. Heart of Darkness. No, that was Congo. That was yeah, Congo. Congo is in uh Congo isn't necessarily. Um, uh, like they've got Congo is like all rain. It's like a wet right? place. Yeah. Congo, Congo is like Congo has other mm. issues. They're not resource starved. No. Uh, whereas, like, yeah, Niger is is more and more resource starved. And yeah, this is just how does get how do different African countries take to like uh, refugees from Africa? Are they inviting or not? Dude, no one likes them. So usually, the way refugees work is. Every country on earth hates refugees coming to them. If the refugees are created by a force that you are backing, you you the refugee influx becomes acceptable because it uh, politically gets some kind of like geopolitical leverage out of it. If it's from the other side, you build walls. <laughs> and if it's something that you're not involved in, you're just constantly holding your head telling people that you're accepting them, but you're actually just turning them away. It just depends right. on what geopolitical situation it is uh, and, and how you accept those refugees. So, like, for example, mm. a country like Germany, when it accepts Syrian refugees, like it did in Angela Merkel's time, the Syrian war was supported by Germans, right, and European powers to topple Assad, uh. which is why it was more acceptable for them to take in refugees. Right Now, if it was the other way around... Like if if the war was Russia toppling over one of their things and Europe was not getting their uh, economic or geopolitical objectives met by it, they would not let those refugees. Mm, mm. Everyone hates refugees except for when it is convenient for you to accept them. Right, right, right. So yeah, other African countries don't like it either, which means that there's going to be more wars, there's going to be starvation. Dang. It's not, it's not fun, man. Climate change is here. It's happening now. And it's too late. Is there anyone doing run, running programs there? Of the running uh, man, terraforming. Terraforming. Yeah. Like, what do you mean? Well, you know how you can kind of just stop the expansion of deserts, dude. You need and money sure, for that. China I, is I trying to do that. China is doing that. China is actually the only one that is somewhat successively successfully doing that with the Gobi Desert. But you need yeah. a lot of infrastructure, money, political bureaucracy to be even attempting to do this. But have you seen the fucking size of this Sahara Desert, bro? Yeah, yeah, it's huge. It's huge. Impossible but it's for them to do it. Impossible for these countries to do it. It is like, okay, think about it this way. When we say Niger is the largest landlocked country, 85 to 90% of that country is the Sahara Desert that is uninhabitable. Yes. Mm. Shit. No, but so that's what I'm saying. Like, like you, you kind of just like a, get a buffer. You get a buffer around like the the riverbed there, and you kind of just 
stop the line. Mm, they can't, stop the man, advance. They can't, they can't. It's, this problem is too big for some shitty riverbed that crosses partly <laughs> to be able to fix. So, so when you say landlocked country, how big would it be? Would it be the sounds of, I don't know, Victoria, New uh, South Wales? What are we thinking? Probably somewhere around that. I don't know exactly the size of it. Um, it's always so weird looking at Africa it's, well, because it's, it's so be, huge. It'll so probably big. be like New South Wales or Victoria around that size. That size. Well, Victoria is teeny and New South Wales is massive. So, uh, Okay, well, let me, let me just look it up. Can't they just go to uh, Madagascar? That looks fun. Yeah, it's tiny. It's not that small. Madagascar? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no. It's, it's, you can't fit all of Africa in Madagascar. It is more than No, twice. but you can fit them, th that population in Madagascar. Oh, here there's we go. A, there's, I'll tell you now, there's, they're not the only ones dealing with the Sahara Desert expansion. Uh, right, right. Is, oh, I see. Twice like, the yeah. size of metropolitan France, and it is twice, less than twice the size of Texas. Massive. It's huge. Okay, it's so half desert. the size of Texas. Yeah, slightly. It's mostly desert though. Shit. I gotta say, you, I really want to go. <laughs> I really. I mean, go. dude, listen. If you went there and just pointed an iPhone, you've got a award-winning documentary. Yeah. You don't have to easy. say anything. Nah. You just go there. The content say you just go like. They just go. You know. You just. You just. Something happens. Well, no. All right. You have to say this for it to be awarded. Uh, award-winning documentary you have to shake the phone yes. a bit and say this is not a safe place to be <laughs> yeah you gotta do that and then you have someone do what? you have to have an experience of one person getting angry and be like it's fine no i understand yes i understand and like, oh, but, oh, but. You have yeah to, it'd be so easy you just pay someone what like 10 euros to say did you have to pay him i'm sorry awfully sorry we're gonna have to vacate the area <laughs> you gotta what while i was researching on this i found a documentary made by some aussie dude who went to Niger? Boy, boy, to cross <laughs> to cross the desert, and it's so funny because it's the, the the worst documentary you'll ever see in your life, because it's got like nothing. He just shows like, oh, and they're up to they're doing camel races, and uh, this is boring. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna go on top of that mountain and I'm gonna try to ski down <laughs> this <laughs> this fucking sand dune. What? <laughs> because I may as well do something while I'm here. Jesus. And he does that and he comes down. He's like, I should have taken a water bottle. But <laughs> I'm gonna be honest, it's not the same as skiing on ice because Fuck. it takes a lot more effort. Oh, hence, so hence I'm gonna do something else. And then he said, and then he, he gets like the next scene is him. He's on his skis and like, he's being pulled by a Toyota in front of him and he's just skiing across oh. the desert. <laughs> Did you say, what, you mean best? When life throws you lemons. Worst. This was the worst documentary you'll ever sounds, see. Sounds like the best. Yeah, well, yeah, it's exactly that. Miss Love, Oppenheimer, absolute dog shit. <laughs> yeah, uh, that. That on the other work hand, of give art. me the cans line. <laughs> oh, the other country that I was talking about, that is also pro-Russia, along with Mali, is Burkina Faso. Which is next to Niger. That's a made-up country, surely. <laughs> None of these are made up, man. Neither is Timbuktu made yeah, up. Yeah, that they sounds all made exist. up. Why is that such a phrase? It's, you know, like, out the back of Burke and something, something Timbuktu. What, what, why do you say Timbuktu? I think Timbuktu? it was very frontiery back in the yeah, day. In no, but there's a very special... That's why. Timbuktu is very special for some reason. I think it just embodied it a lot of the pioneer. Hub, I'm telling you. It's this, it's this, it's, it was the capital of the guy who created a recession in Egypt by taking away the gold. You know what's really sad? I remember a former South African president, 
I don't know. Tabo Mumbeki. That's it. Tabo Mumbeki. Yeah. I know about that guy. He's like a scholar now. He went to Timbuktu to uh, learn the ways of the old African empires. And they had all these texts that were preserved perfectly because it's a desert. Right. And then some fucking youths. Yeah, she, everybody said that there was a, not a problem in Victoria with these African youths, but there's a problem. Oh, right. the guy's they name is... They burned the library. No. They burned the library. That's so wasteful. It was so... Hey, and then another... it's just him just reading these, like... Oh, chars. Chars. Just little bits here. Oh. Uh, I think this was a Bible. Oh. So sad. So sad. Here's another interesting thing that I found out about Niger. By the way, the guy's name, the Gold King, his name was Mansa Musa. Someone just sent me Mansa Musa. Anyways, uh, but the one thing that I found out is one of the one of the nomadic tribes in Niger, they're Muslims, but they have this tradition where all the men cover their faces with veils and all the women have their face open. <laughs> Why? Why? That's June. That's not Some how it's cultural going. shit. <laughs> really? Some cultural. That's shit. interesting. So they wear burkas. Yeah, the men. The men wear burkas. Are they black? Yeah, yeah, Actually, right. I think I know, oh. the nomadic tribe, right? Yeah. yeah, I think I've seen these. Cars. I don't get the black because it attracts the sun. Why not white? No, 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 black is better in desert. No. Yes. Black attracts black pigment no, attracts heat. Also, hate. like I, I know what you're saying. I used to have that same <laughs> issue. Okay. But That's I was told, and issue. I forgot exactly what the reason is. Really? But when it gets really hot, black is better. Okay. Uh, well, fuck. I, that you shut me up. Like the trap of I don't know whatever. What, just out of curiosity, what are the richest countries in Africa? Congo, uh, Botswana, I think, is probably per capita the richest country in Africa. I'm talking about richness in terms of not like, not like no, no, rich no. resources. Like, that they own. The Botswana. money. Oh, Botswana. Botswana Sh is probably the Surely richest. So it's like Tunisia and Morocco. Tunisia and Morocco. They're rich, but like not as rich as Botswana. Botswana is a bit like Saudi Arabia. It's a small country, so it doesn't have that much of an impact. But uh, it is very resource rich. See, that seemed to be the thing yeah, with uh, mines. the whole mm. colonization cut up. If they just cut them up tinier, if they just made Niger <laughs> half the size, <laughs> that would solve I really all feel the like problems. it solves a lot of problems. If you just dude, then they just wouldn't. Districts. Then it'd have half a river less. Dude, they would. Yeah, yeah, but at least you can govern it a little bit oh, better. Right, yeah. I think that's how it Maybe. seems to be the way. It's all There's these teeny countries that. like your Rwandas and right. you know, yeah. all that shit. Maybe. Tongo, Togo, or whatever it's called. There's mm -hmm. a, there's a big debate about Guinea. it. A lot of people do believe that that is one of the reasons why it's backward. But then, like, I was reading this Israeli uh, um, historian who was arguing that it would have been the same, man. Yeah? Yeah, it's like like you'd want to believe it, but no, nah, they'll still be doing the same shit. Okay. And, and But, like, it, there's a debate. Maybe, maybe. What are the, like, top three riches? Botswana, where else? Well, let's look up the thing. Google that Botswana. shit. Because I'm just curious, it's like... always a... People hate this, Top but there's a Jordan Peterson example that they're always using. Uh, Rwanda, right? I don't think it is Rwanda. Uh, Rwanda's it, doing really Rwanda's well now. It, yeah, but that's because that's just a... That prop, is Israel. Uh, pro American propped Completely up. propped up. Okay. I'm curious what, the, what he's Well, you know about. what? Look, to, uh, to what's-his-name's credit, I can't remember the the, the yeah, president for life <laughs> there, but president you know, for life. he may be the largest mass murderer in the world by a wide Fuck. margin. He knows how to run an economy. <laughs> <laughs> Always goes hand in hand, doesn't oh, it? Oh, no, apparently I was wrong. It's Algeria, which has the highest GDP per capita. Yeah. Followed by Angola, Benin, and then Botswana. Oh, Algeria. That's up north. Algeria is $13,000 per capita, which is the size of... Um, 
some Southeast Asian country, maybe like right. Asia or something. That's up. And that's where was that again? Where was where was Morocco on the list? Morocco is shit way down. Wait, wait. So what's the highest GDP? Let's just after that. Thirteen thousand is Algeria. Algeria, and that's up north. And oh, really. Algeria is is the highest. Yeah, yeah, and then Angola is number two with uh, seven thousand three sixty. Okay, so it halves, and that's shit. the second richest. Is Algeria up north? Yeah, up there, North yeah, Africa, next yeah, to yeah. Egypt and uh, because up north Libya. it's it's Dude, like it's close Africa's to pov as. Mm. What's Look, Rwanda then? Dude, I'm looking at the map. Dude, the I wealth is just the north and south. The whole middle is just like <laughs> big dust bowl. So brutal. You got to be. It would be hard to believe in God if you grew up in a Niger. No, easy. Well, yeah, ironically, it's easy. But like, if you get some scent, it's hard. Do you think? Well, now this well, list no, is different. But <laughs> yes and no. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> the poorer you are, the more you're inclined to believe in God. But I'm just saying, it's sad. You know, it's like it's 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 not. It's easier for me to believe not believing God when you look at Nigeria. You know what I mean? But a pure chance you're born there. You know what I mean? That's that's rough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, tough. Yeah, yeah. It's tough and rough. It's, it's a toughie. Uh, but you know what, man? Like with all of what these. What country things, is this, man? Which one? Jesus, is this a test? Sir, let me read it. Uh, is this a Roman country? Seychelles. It sounds French. Seychelles? <laughs> I've never heard of that in my life. How do you pronounce this? Seychelles. Probably like that. S-E-Y-C-H-E-L-L-E-S. Sounds French. Seychelles or Seychelles, isn't it? Well, they're the richest one, actually. I think it sounds French. Man, what a sick place to live. Seychelles. Where is it? North. Africa. Yeah, but where? It's got to be up there, north. That... Come on, that place has to be a good place, surely. Yeah, 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 I'm sure. But I'm sure it's like a really tiny place. The Congo is west as well, yeah? No, the Congo is here. Uh, yeah. The Congo is like right oh, in the center, right? Oh, shit. Center, but like it, it it's, it's connects to the Atlantic Ocean through river tributaries. Right. See, oh, Matt, here we go. It's it's an island, bro. It's like a uh, tiny It's a French island. island. Yeah, 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 it's yeah, yeah. a French yeah, island. Can't even I guarantee it. you that's a French name. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying, like, uh, come on, miss, that sounds like a place you'd like to visit. Oh, yeah. I'd yeah. probably like to live there. Yeah, me too. Plenty of fish. I, having known nothing about it other than the name. But, you know, <laughs> you hear Google some it. place called, like, Niger. Yeah. Nah, I'll pass. Like, you really didn't need to do any research in that place, Ali. I, I could probably guess that it's a fucked place. Yeah, man. Yeah. But like, I'm, I'm glad that I know a little bit more about it now. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It was cool, man. Also, okay, now, this is the next... Well, I wanted to ask you about one. Yeah, it is thing. French. It's French. Well, it has to be. Yeah, yeah, dude, yeah. most of Africa. Just is show French. me a picture of it, damn it. It's, it's a dot there. <laughs> it's a dot in the ocean. Yeah, can you show me a picture that isn't a map? Uh, you're asking a lot, and frankly, no. In this day and age. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's literally paradise. All right. Well, okay. All right. Well, that's yeah. far more beautiful than anything I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, but <laughs> to be honest, dude, it's pretty much just Townsville. Yeah, well, is it? Yeah, it looks like Townsville. I'm really nah, man. Come on, that's better than Townsville. It is better. Yeah, it is, is better. Look, it is let's better. be honest. Come on, I'd rather live there than Townsville. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm just very pro. Uh, like, I'm just, I'm just discovering that, uh, you know, like there is an Australia that looks like Fiji now, having been to Townsville, and I'm very pro it. But it's time for another pod, you know. All right, one more question: Do we want a public holiday, of Matilda's one, or what? Yes. You just want a public holiday, full stop. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Chris Min said that Any he'll cool. do it. Uh, yeah. David I'm Little a, Proud. Dude, I'm a big... The National said, don't call me a party pooper, but let's be real, 
someone else has to pay for this public holiday. It's not Albo and it's not Chris Mins. Yeah, but it's the Australian way. I, I'm a big like fan of like Bob Catter when he was just like, if the Aussies win the Ashes, it's a, it's a public holiday. It's like, that's the Australian way. That's our constitution. You can't take that away. Yeah, Bob Hawke with the, what was it? The Some Ashes. Yacht race or something. I think it was the Ashes. No, it was a boating race. Oh, was it the uh, city in Hobart? This, this is the... Anyone that fires their yeah. employee today is a bum. But yeah, but it was also implied, like, don't go to work. Yeah, and I like well, that, that. It's very heavily implied. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, we can argue about specifics here. Yeah, just do that, Means. Do that. That's, I that's like way it. more Aussie. I like, can't even be factor legislated. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, that's probably better. Just have the good, day off. Do it. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm pro it. Sorry. John, what do you think about these public holidays after sport? It feels very third world to me, honestly. Oh yeah, there's a lot about Australia that feels very third world. Convict nation. I do like the fact that like, you know, everyone's happy and like if they win, then people should be happy. But like a public holiday is like, what's next? We're going to put up billboards of Chris Minns on every street corner. Well, I wouldn't have a problem with that. He's handsome. Yeah. Very handsome man. Are you pro it? It's, it reminds you of Pakistan too much. It reminds you of Pakistan too much. Right. That's why I don't like it. But I want people to be happy. It's but it's the same thing. It's like, <laughs> that's the only, that's the closest thing that we have to a war of independence or anything like that to celebrate. We've got the king's birthday, which you're not getting rid of, by the way. <laughs> and the second thing is, after that, is sport closest thing to mm. a war, I mm. guess. <laughs> so why not? Because what else are we going to do? Today, pineapple exports were up 7%. That's it, for the rest of eternity. We're doing it. International Sugarcane Day. What else have we given? Have we ever given public public holidays for any other kind of event? Australia Day? No, Australia Day is not like a sporting event. Oh, right. Have we, have we, what about like, has, has, have we announced a public holiday for the Olympics or something? Come on, what about middle ground? What about this? What about this? The day that Shane Warne pumped the most amount of dories. <laughs> Dirty day. While on the pitch. Dude, no, no, no. no, no. Hate that. You know what it should be? A little proud to get behind that. No, no you know what it should you be? Like every time Shane Warne appears. No, you know what it should be? It should be? Come on, that's as Aussie as it gets. There's nothing more Aussie than that. Shane Warne pumping dories while playing a sport and killing it. That's true. I think no, it should be. Killing. The greatest of all time. Yeah. Yeah. The King's birthday, part two. <laughs> It should Greatest be the, of all time. It should be the 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 moment he entered uh, that chick from Austin Powers. That should be the day. Remember he dated that Austin Powers chick? Oh, Elizabeth Hurley. Yeah, yeah, plowed that one. The or day he yeah. got caught when he was on his protein shake fix <laughs> and he was having a threesome with two uh, British <laughs> chicks that were on like FHM or something. <laughs> that one, just chuck that in. Just every, every day that Shane Warne was alive is a public <laughs> Uh, that, the economy wouldn't tank for sure. No, tank. He deserves credit for being for like dating Elizabeth Hurley as a lady. It's so good, so there's good. There's no way you can yeah. reach that kind of yeah. And yet, Warnie did. And your Warnie did. So good. All right, what about he this, did. guys? Give us a day that you think is deserving of a public holiday. Give mm. it in the comments. Okay, yeah. Say that we don't interact with we, you. How about we do a poll? <laughs> or maybe we should get people to call yeah, in. Yeah, call, call in. Call in on that. What's the day? No, and also what's tell something us, that we should celebrate as a public holiday? Don't say anything lame. And also, like, tell us if you think there should be a public holidays of Matilda's win. Yep. Uh, what's the me, number again, oh, Ollie? Wait, I don't. I haven't hooked up my headphones. Poll. So what's poll. wrong with that? Oh, you didn't need him? Can you... I can do it. All right, okay, okay. Let's or, just do it. Or do you you just plug in your headphones. You, 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 just you get it. I'll figure it out. That'll poll, whatever. 
All right, well, Miss, is this the time for you to tell the greatest ghost story of all time? Yeah, I can. And then we can stop oh, okay, it halfway maybe, through. Maybe, maybe we'll do... No, let's just continue. I'll get them to call in. Yeah, all I right. can do it. Okay, uh, and then we'll do the greatest yeah, yeah, ghost yeah. stories. I'll survive. Okay, I'm so light-headed. Give us a call on 0415955366, and we're getting our first call. Oh, God. Oh, God. Already? Well, right. three guesses who this is going to be. Ahoy, hoy. Yeah, I can't hear Ali. You're going to have Wait, to put him in my headphones. I can hear. It's just me. Oh, it's, hey, not, it's, not, on, it's oh. not coming through. Oh, is it not? One second, hold up. One yeah, sec. Yeah, it's not coming through. Hey, one sec, one sec. <laughs> Stay on. We all know who it is anyway. Yeah, we'd span more. <laughs> it's span <laughs> more. It's span more. <laughs> it oh, is. no, it's Matt Mar- Oh, Marilyn. Oh, Marilyn. Mar- Mar- it's one of the two women. Well, whatever, 2A bet. One sec, let me let me. Sorry, one sec. Yeah, just hang on, Marilyn. Wow. Okay. Who'd have thought there'd be technical difficulties when we don't have yeah, okay, okay. three you producers like we used to? Hello. I can't hear, you can't nothing. hear? nothing. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Ah, so you're giving us a silent treatment, are you, Marilyn? <laughs> hey, it's well, it's, 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 it's muted. Oh. Yeah, yeah, there we go. She, she's there. She's there. Hey. Yeah. Hey, Can you hear? Um, her? Yeah, I can hear you. I'm I'm hooking it up. You guys talk. Yeah, yeah. How's it going? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, You are tuned in to 1018, the smooth (laughs) drive home from San Francisco all the way to San Diego. Hi, how are you? Coming up next, we got some Steely Dan coming up. Followed have Steely Dan. Followed by Yes, and then more Steely Dan. First caller. (laughs) What do you reckon? I reckon. Oh, actually, how's a how's a Tamworth, Taramara, no. Townsville. Where are you no. from? No, just Tamworth. Named every country no. town starting with T except the one that uh, she's from. T- tar- t- Toowoomba. Toowoomba. How's Toowoomba? Yeah, it's it's all right. Yeah, sweet. <laughs> sounds, sounds like Toowoomba. Sounds about right. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So what, what what do you reckon? What what's the day? I reckon when um, ScoMo dies. I think you've we said it. We should have so dark. Have an inverted commas Memorial Day or a celebration day in disguise. Fuck, he's got kids. <laughs> he's got kids. Look, yeah, I'm sure they have it. Look, I, uh, I, I, I'll I take it. We'll take it with a pinch of salt. It's, it's tongue in cheek. <laughs> She's just joking, everyone. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, uh, well, what do you do? You think uh, if Matildas win the World Cup, we should have a public holiday? I don't care. <laughs> just kill Scomo. In fact, let's lay out a plan of how to it. kill him. I just wish Scomo was dead. Yeah, let's just see you guys. <laughs> so no, I'm I'm really lame. I just watch gymnastics when the Olympics comes on, and that's it. Fair well, enough. it's not a bad one to be watching. One hundred percent, it is definitely the coolest thing to watch on the Olympics. It is pretty sick. Yeah, but it yeah. also freaks me out what they do with their bones. <laughs> what is that? Crack well, just, I don't know. When they just flip their back in half, and it's like, yeah, are, are you a person or are you like a little paper cutout that you do in kindergarten? Yeah, yeah right. I, I, know. I know. I it's used to do gymnastics at school, so that's probably where it comes from. But the men's gymnastics is quite nice. Yeah, I know. I know what you're saying. Yeah, well, not for saying. me. <laughs> uh, every time I ever look at that, it's just fuck. Dude, just be a eunuch like you're poor nuts. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> All right, well, thank you, Marilyn. Thank you so much thank for calling you. in. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. Thanks, Marilyn. Good old Townsville. 
Uh, all I right. Like well, Tam call us on 0415-955-366 to have and your And ton curry. <laughs> oh, shit. What other tea towns are there? I mean, we said Tunisia. Tunisia. I'm sure Tunisia. that's in Australia. <laughs> Tanzania. T- uh, t- Tanzania. Tanzania. Yeah. Yep. Proud Queensland. Uh, Twin you know, Peaks. Peaks. That's not a show. That's a real place. Timor listed. Twin Peaks isn't a real show. Yep. Huh? Timor. Timor, East Timor. Timor is that a town? Timor Matic. <laughs> All right, no one wants to call us. No one wants to call us on that. one right. call. Oh, who'd have guessed that a national holiday isn't as interesting as aliens? Yeah, 0415-955-366. Call now. They'll call. Come on, there's so many stones uh, that listen one more, to this. One more. Then, All right, here we go. Hey, it's not making that annoying beep sound. That's great. Yeah. Hello. 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 Yeah. No, we don't want to switch over to iInet, okay? <laughs> yeah, no impersonations. Yeah, no one ever does. No impersonations, all right, buddy? No, nah, yeah, all right. We're, yeah, all right. What's your name? Who are you? Uh, John, I'm from the good old town of Frankston. Oh, Toowoomba. Yes. Cool, cool. Frankston. Nah, the Toowoomba no, of Melbourne. Is that is that Melbourne? Yeah. Uh yeah, Come on, Miss, you should know that. I don't fucking know that shit. Frank's you know, You've seen the footage. Do you know that kid, by the way, John? The kid that is on the train trying to beat up a lad and he's got a mullet and he's about to punch a lad oh, in the face. Oh. He's 10 and he goes, oh, I run Frankston. Oh, I oh run my Frankston. God. <laughs> Do you know that kid? Uh, That's you, that. isn't it? Well, I've seen that. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Man. Probably the one that well, I do see, think so. Whatever, whatever day that was filmed, that should be the national holiday. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, what do you yeah, reckon, Jono? Hmm? What do you reckon? What's the national day? What's the national day for uh, Australia? Well, it wouldn't be a national day. Uh, probably when, uh, when Albanese becomes president for life. Albert. <laughs> Jeez, what is this? What is everyone bringing up with these impossible things? It's like, how about we make a national holiday of when a prime minister dies? How about we make a national holiday of when a man uh, becomes an office that is constitutionally barred? No? Okay, well, what about... It's like we're on some sort of niche political podcast or something. <laughs> what about the Matildas? Would you want it to be a national holiday if they win? Uh, I wouldn't mind. You wouldn't mind. Yeah. Everyone's just take on it. Wouldn't like, mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah whatever. Yeah. Very Aussie Man, response. God, Australia's so lazy, isn't it? Can't be bothered to take a day off. <laughs> it can't be bothered to take a day. It's too much. Too much. Yeah, whatever. I'll just check a sickie. Yeah. I just want to say one thing. Oh, it's uh, Jordan. Nah, nah, nah. See you later. No, no, no. Thank you so much for, for all those self-help videos. I may be the poor bugger that uh, doesn't for the premium stuff but I will hopefully in the future but awesome you really you should be ashamed really of yourself you've really helped me I, I can't yeah well you're not helping me are really you Jono you're not paying shit <laughs> nah <laughs> no, but all the jokes aside that is sick that you are doing that I know I say it every time somebody I, does the Jordan Shanks thing but I really do subscribe to the idea that if you uh, improve yourself it's it's only a matter of time before you start doing Really great. It's thing. only a matter of time till you get out of Frankston. Yeah, there's the goal. And go where? Yeah, is, nah, but you're not one. You're not one of those people, South right? Bay? You are like those guys in Nigeria that refuse to leave the desert. Are you? Niger. Niger. Uh, well, I have been in Frankston for all my life, so 
Yeah. Yeah, and that's where he's going to do it. You're going to stay till the end. Well, I mean, he runs it, so he's got to He runs it. <laughs> Someone's yeah, going to keep you, an eye yeah, on it. exactly. You run Frankston. Plus, they just got <laughs> yeah. a red rooster. Why the fuck do I have to leave? <laughs> it's just gotten better. Gentrification is here, red rooster. Yeah. <laughs> no, not red rooster, KFC. Okay, fuck yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah that's, that's the winner. That's a phrase. That's the winner. Yeah. That's the winner. Red Roosters too, laddie. Uh, well, good on you, man. All right. Thanks, Jono. Thanks for calling in. And Legend. Uh, thank you. See Keep ya. watching Bye. Jordan Shanks. <laughs> nah, nah. Don't listen to Miss Love's band. Fuck you. Don't listen to my band. Don't listen to Forrest Lame. Uh, Forrest Lame. Very clever play on words. <laughs> Forest Hall, more like Forest Balls. All right, no. oh, good stuff is that, here. Is that it? Or well, there's one more. Oh, one Lucky more. Okay. three, and we'll just the lines open. Hello, <laughs> I need to remind you of that. <laughs> there's someone yeah. on the line. Hey guys, Hello. hey man. Hey, I got a holiday for you. So yeah. uh, it's inevitable. Mm-hmm. Marijuana will become a, le- uh, a legal product eventually. Yes. And we're going to need a public holiday. Yes. That yeah, well, that's... that's. I will pay that. I mean, that's I'm sure our league's a little more enthused about that one than the Matildas. Come on. What do you think? Uh, at that point, we are a third world country. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, look, man. Green Jamaica Day. Day. I'm <laughs> Jamaica Day. We've got to do it. When we legalize marijuana, we have to find out what the uh, national day of Jamaica is. Yeah, it's that day. I think that's a good idea. And of course, a guy that rings up this pod is a stoner. That's sick. Yeah. What's your name? Uh, what are you talking about? It's not true. My name's Jack. <laughs> where, where are you calling from? Uh, uh, Victoria. Frankston, yep. too. No, no, a little bit further uh, north. Close to the city, not Fra- that much. Frankston two. What, what, no. What's your <laughs> no, no. All right, good to get that. Uh, no, no. I want to re-clarify that you don't live in Frankston two. <laughs> no, okay, <laughs> just checking. It's hey Jack, Jack, a bit further. How long does it take you to get through an ant? Uh, depends on the week. <laughs> Where are you from? Seriously. Uh, so in the eastern suburbs. Huh. Ooh. Fancy. Eastern suburbs of Melbourne. I don't want to give you my suburb. Of, of Melbourne. Yeah. Wait, 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 Jack. Yeah. Is, is Eastern suburbs fancy and yeah, it is. Not? It's the fancy. Yeah, well, some of them are. No, it all is. I've heard it's, it's fancy yeah, well, there. It's like the up and coming yeah. part of Melbourne. Well, no, it's, it's been the, the you know the better part of Melbourne for a long time. But you've got to go about five k's closer in than where I'm. Is Bruns? No, it's not Brunswick. I can't remember. No, that's north. That's yeah. north. So you're thinking, yeah. do you know, like, oh, you don't even know Melbourne, so... Uh, no, hey, yeah, 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 yeah. I know Melbourne. I fucking... I know that Sydney Street and Brunswick's cool. Yeah, and I know that croissant is really good. And Loon. Loon. Yeah, Loon croissant. Dude, I remember you having it. And we all no, agree this is marginally better than Sierra Leone. No, not true. Not true. Not true. I waited. No in. taste buds over in the east wing of the pod. It was <laughs> exceptional. You were you, you were there too, right? Yeah, that was yeah, there. Yeah. You I, were there. I stand. And you were there. I, I stood in that line for an hour and a half. It wasn't worth that. While both of you fuckers <laughs> yeah. went away w- and then casually did the chat in and cut in. Yeah, the, the cut and chat. <laughs> cut chat. Listen, can you say this though? It wasn't <laughs> worth that wait. No, yeah, but yeah, I yeah. will wait half an hour for that. Yeah, me too. Time. Half an hour. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the limit. Good call. Uh, anyway, sorry, you were saying. Anyway, yeah, <laughs> Frankston too. No, that's cool, man. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. No, look, we're gonna have a stone. Of, we're stone of public holiday. How, how can we go wrong? I like that. I mean, it's 
I think we can all agree on this. It's a little bit less malicious than Marilini's idea. <laughs> one's a little bit more positive and one's a bit more negative. And yours is the negative one. Yeah. <laughs> Stop tying up the line, Jack. This all is right. clearly a very yeah, popular segment. Night, all right. Thanks, keep, Jack. Keep Thanks holding, for keep holding it down. Deeps, man. That, yeah, at, at least, at least Ali didn't hang up on me this time. Oh. Hey, there you go. Done. <laughs> all right. Uh, are we... All right, that's it? Now, we are on to... Wait, wait, Real. I'm getting one more call. Yeah, there's always one more. All right, go okay, on. Okay, last one. Promise, last one. Better be Daft Punk and just putting in one more time. Mm-hmm. And go. Hello? Oh, hello. Banmore? Maybe. How are you? <laughs> How are you, mates? I'm good. Um, I just wanted to do a little fact check for you guys. Oh, so. We no, that's okay. Just your <laughs> regular everyday Wikipedia bit. Yep. So we do have some weird ass holidays in this country. Well, let's hear I work them. for a bank. Let's hear. So I get bank holidays. Bank holiday. Which is yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. Pretty that's fucking great. That's sick. Yeah. Proud. And also there is uh, Melbourne Cup Eve in Melbourne. That's true. Oh. Eve. That's interesting. Yeah. So I'll be down there for that because that'll be pretty wild. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And it's another sport holiday. Huh? Did you say it's not a sport holiday? No, it's another sport holiday. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're all on the and same then, page here. Um, also, back in 2000 when we had the Olympics, we got an extra two-week school holiday. Because I was and at well Tate. Deserved. Mm, that's yeah. not every year, because is it? Because they wanted everyone to go to the Olympics. Mm. Yeah, but what do you suggest is the holiday? What's the national holiday that we should have? My oh, birthday. you know what? Huh? Well, look, actually, the one that I was going to suggest does it. happen to fall on my birthday, but Irwin's birthday. What? What? what is it? Oh, Steve Irwin. Steve Irwin. Steve Irwin's that's birthday. That's pretty good. All right, nah, she's won it. You win. She's won. Yeah, that's the win. Take that's that, the winner. Matildas. That was, that's a really a good one. A lot of Aussies will you get You come a waltzing Matilda one. with me. Out that you was get. good. Nah, that it's got to be Steve good Irwin's birthday. Yeah, I like that. Pass it on to the government. Yeah, I think. Sorry? Good on you, BML. That's great. No, look, we were born on great days, Steve and I, so. What is that oh, birthday? your birthday is the same as Steve Irwin. What is look, your birthday? Look, I've got to actually yes. kind of combine yours and Marilini's idea. It should be the day that he got the stingray in the heart. It should be that. Oh, my. It should be. It should be. Oh. And it's like a day of remembrance. And then, and then no, we, it's like an ooh, unironic yeah. day of memorial. And then we can. That, and you've the, just crossed the line there. Man. I don't think and I have. Speech, I think that that's a sweet gesture. And the speech can be. The, the speech at the town hall can be read out by Stingray from Neighbours. Yeah. <laughs> Who actually listens to this pod? So get prepared. Holy mate. shit. Yeah. Shout out, dude. Stingray you listens. were a character. Yes, he was. And still is. Still is. All right, thank you, Band Mom. Like, Stingray. Sorry, you know how, like, Katy Perry had, like, the sharks dancing at that thing, like the Super Bowl or whatever it was? Mm-hmm. Yes. When so. they give the speech from Stingray, he can have little Stingrays dancing around him. That's not bad. That's Good. not bad, too. Great production uh, idea. Yeah. Look, you win the prize of a, a Twix. Which you, yes. you might get, you might not. It might, might not get it, but you know, you're not going to get it. I'm probably not going to get it. Let's <laughs> nah, be real. You're not get it. <laughs> right. well, thank anyway, you, thank you, thank you, thanks, thanks, You win. Bye. Uh, Bye. See, see ya. Mix. That was good. Stop yeah. stalling. All right, let's do it. 
So I think I might pass out because I haven't eaten anything today and I'm literally lightheaded, but let's try our best here. Yep. Just that's what that's what happens. Just like the effect of a ghost. I'll try to I'll try to smash this out. So my friends, so my friend's neighbor, I, I ended up crashing their dinner. I was like, sure, I'm four hours late, man. Oh, a pizza? Yeah, I'll have a slosh. Help myself. And uh, they were telling me about he had a ghost story, ghost stories. Oh, it's long, but I'll give it to you. And I said, can you come on the pod and say it? And he said, uh, listen to this. He said, nah, I'm too scared if I say it, I'll conjure her up. Oh my God, this is legit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like a, it's, it's just like a 10 part thing. So I'm just gonna have to do like the first, I'll do it in two parts. No, three, it's like three or four parts. So let's just see how many we do. First one, he used to get up in the morning. Just to clarify, he said he used to lucid dream a lot, but he both his sister and him have saw it together. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's can't be a lucid dream. You don't have the same lucid dream. Anyway, he said he got up at night um, and there was a lady sitting on the, there was a lady sitting on the, 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 the first of all, the, the, t- the TV was going like in poltergeist. Classic. He gets up. There's a, there's a woman sitting on the couch looking at the TV and it's a blonde Bob, like a short Bob. Now, now I'm scared. I'll bring her up. But anyway, short blonde Bob in like old timey clothes, with like pearls and shit. Mm. And apparently he was just like, he looked at her and, uh, this is long by the way. So he looked at her and, uh, she, he was just like, it's weird. And then that happened for many weeks. He'd see her every week. He'd get up and see her. And then- Did he live in an old house? No, it was, a, it was an apartment in Sydney. All right, now I'm really scared. Apartment in Sydney, yeah. So might visit you tonight, Jordan. Glad you're staying over. <laughs> Am I? Okay. Yes, you are. Fuck. Uh, so, Sue, her sister starts getting up with him. And she sees it too. And then they start like chucking the Lego at her. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know, they, how they do they're curious, She's right? Believing a ghost. <laughs> they're curious. I think you made this is the funniest ghost story. And no worries, they're petrified. <laughs> anyway, so they, they do that and then they walk up to her and they realize, eventually they walk up to it and they realize they like start walking up to her and they're like, they realize that the bob goes all the way around. So there's no face. All right. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's now it's poltergeist and silent here. That's yeah. where the Lego choking stops, I'm guessing. I guess so. Yeah. They walk over. Yeah. I'm paraphrasing, but yeah, they walk over. And then they're like, they never talk to her. They never say anything. And then I, I don't know if she looks over anything, but that's that. Second, second one was. Uh, the second one was <laughs> they're like ten at this time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like ten. The second one was I think it was just the second one. Fuck, I'll just go into it. His sister is working at the cinema. <laughs> this one's crazy. His sister's working at the cinema. Oh no, I'll do the second one first. The second one's not as good. So the second one is he wakes up. Him and his sister have some weird connection. He wakes up at his parents' house. His girlfriend's asleep. And he sees the woman again. And it's a bit more hectic this time. This is like re- recently. It's a bit more hectic this time in that um, he sees her, the TV's on again. It was like a blue light and he went, he got up and saw her. And apparently he was just like, not like this. And went back to bed and the blue light just remained there. And he was just kind of like pillow over the head, like, no, 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 no. Then the next day his sister calls him and goes, was that, was the woman in your house yesterday? And he was like, 
yeah, how did you know? And she was like, and then she explained what he went through exactly in her dream. She dreamt that. Wow. Exactly the same. And he was just like, what the fuck? How did you know that? She's like, I don't know. Then the third thing, this is the craziest one. He's uh, at the, she works at the cinema. This is like a year ago. And a woman comes up, I have to get this right. And she's wearing exactly the same clothes. And it's the same bob, but it's gray. And then she walks up to me and she goes like, it's Claire, isn't it? And she's like, yeah. And she wasn't wearing a name tag or anything. And she was like, yeah. And she's like, it's just like, I remember you. And she was like, okay. And then she was like one for like whatever the movie Bobby. was at 4.30. Yeah, something <laughs> like that. And then she was like, okay. And then she had this weird, strange, eerie feeling about it. And then she like said like, she like walked away and turned around and was like, it was good to see you again. And then like walks away going clink, 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 except gray. And then she was just like, she was like, what the fuck? And then she went and checked on the security cameras. Oh, she felt really strange. And then she, there was a thing of like, after the payment was put through, someone came through and was like, there's no payment, nothing. There was no money in order for. It was pretty crazy if that's true. So what they got to do a Ouija board. You got to ask. Him. I mean, there's, he said, he said like, there's way more, but he was like, I, I, there's like too much to tell. And uh, yeah. He has to tell more. It's crazy. And uh, he's like, I see you're quite after. <laughs> and like, yeah, it sounds mental. Okay, well, that uh, went for a lot shorter than what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I mean, if he was here, he'd probably go for two hours. It's just like, it's hard to remember the details, but that, I, I think I get the long and short of it. So All right, come on, guys. All right, let's do a second call. Come on, ghost stories. You want no, it? No, no, sorry, no more calls. calls. What's no the time? Time. Well, do we have long? Is it too short to finish, or do you want to do more calls? No, I like. Do you want to do more calls? We already did calls. We're like, we are nearly done. So that wasn't that good. Not, not not so good. No, it was cool. Yeah, I think it was it's really I think good. It's crazy. But it's just, I, it feels like it's. Oh, like I'll tell you this done. too. I'll give you this too. <laughs> Once this guy was sleeping, he saw a figure in his room. Again, lucid dreaming. It's got to be. But he saw a figure in his room, and then something bit him on the fucking leg, and he woke up. And there was bite marks on his leg. I've heard of that before. And there's no one in the fucking, like it was just, it wasn't his dad. Yeah. There's no one around. A ghost hacked the stream and for a second it just went away for no reason whatsoever. Oh, Jesus. The sig just messaged Please. me. Something's just hacked the stream. Well, All right, look, honestly, I, I do want to take a call if you have a doozy of a ghost story that happened to you. Yeah, if you I'm do gonna, have that, call in. I'm going to open the Otherwise, line. don't waste our time saying, yeah, there was this ghost and... Oh, no, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, that was just Amityville Horror. <laughs> yeah, okay, see ya. Also, ScoMo. Right, ScoMo for a public holiday. Fuck you. If you have a ghost story, I think ScoMo's a ghost. 0415 Yeah, if you got a call, let us know. The stream just died. Oh, like, I don't like that. And we now have like 13 viewers. Uh, I don't like that. Okay, I don't, I don't like, like that at all. Oh, God. Something happened, dude. Like, generally, there's 13 viewers now. If you refresh the page... That's I've been wondering something did actually go wrong. Oh, it's great. Great. Okay, now we're back at 800 people watching. Good. Okay, that's really scary. Did this you guys hear weird, that? Man. Mm -mm. Maybe they didn't hear it. Did you hear the ghost story? Just let us know. It completely died. It was freaky as fuck. Oh, fuck. <gasps> I'm not taking, we're not taking any calls. We're ending this pod. This is <laughs> fuck. Much. All right, thank you. Thank you for joining <laughs> us.
Let's see. I don't know what happened. I'm not kidding. Oh, great. All right, thank you for joining us. We will see you hopefully next week. <laughs> see you Thanks guys. Thanks for haunting us, Miss Love. Uh, sorry. Sorry. See you guys. Bye. <laughs>